Code breaker? What? Oh. Thief? That's him? I can do it. We're not talking about picking pockets, okay? Uh, yeah. Is that Benicio Del Toro? Yes. Yeah. I am on board. Bree's finally here for Star Wars, everyone. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I just always love this man. Me too, I know. I mean, he's like, he's great. We can't be a good person, right? Like, I mean, maybe in real life also. Got Like the ultimate fuck boy? He's very compelling. And Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup, popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review, at least one of us has never seen, while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. Guys, welcome back to Wait, you haven't seen that? Woo! The podcast. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Sista, what are we covering today? We are covering. Uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Just Star Wars. All Star Wars, guys. Um, no, I can't go through this again. Sorry, Bree. Sorry. <laughs> um, and we have a special guest with us today. Uh, my brother, Zach Luna, is here. Yay! Hey, everyone. Hi. And Arwen. I, I apologize for sounding like I have a frog in my throat, but I am um, re- recovering from a cold. But happy to be here. Happy to talk about Star Wars as ever. Thanks for having me. Yay! We're honored, Zachary Luna. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a feeling Zach's going to really bring some new Star Wars knowledge to the table today. I'm very pumped. It's going to be great. Yes. Yes. I'm also, Zachary has his own podcast, right? Yeah. That you're on like all the yeah. time. That's a way more professional setup than this. Yeah. Like, Zach, well, you want to plug? Yeah. Let's sure we could. Start um, off with so that. Normally, when I'm not uh, sounding all uh, froggy and my nice microphone isn't picking up the sound of me like uh, eating a Ricola, that's <laughs> called Spider Man Minute. Mm-hmm. On the Dueling Genre Network, where we talk about Spider-Man movies in insane amounts of detail. So check that out if you'd like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it is a great time. I always enjoy listening. Him and Scott Thanks, have man. a great dynamic, and I'm just, I'm here for it. I love the Spider-Man knowledge. It's great. When you guys awesome. are in movie, you guys are in the third Sam Raimi movie now. Yeah. Uh, by the time this comes out, I think we'll be done with all three uh, Sam Raimi films. So Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man Dang. 2, and Spider-Man 3. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, that's huge. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Crazy. It's been a long, weird journey. <laughs> I, believe I believe that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Ah, okay. Well, y'all, should we get into this movie? Yeah, let's, you want to do the synopsis first? Let's do it. Okay, I did research for this one, guys. Yes. Um, but I did listen to podcasts and watch a thousand video essays in preparation also. <laughs> also in just like your regular life, Megan, Also in my regular life. And also I may have read a lot of fan fiction. It's fine. It's cool. It's <laughs> call all the time. Yeah, at all times. At all times. Okay. I did so. nothing. <laughs> Brie, you provided us with tea. I libated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a comfy with couch. With non-alcoholic and alcoholic for me. Yep. Thank goodness. There you go. 
Um, alrighty, so the little synopsis on the back of the DVD says, The Skywalker Saga continues as the heroes of The Force Awakens join the galactic legends in an epic adventure that unlocks new mysteries of The Force. It's, quote, everything you could want and more from a Star Wars film. That's from Katie Walsh of the Detroit Free Press. KD? Okay. KT. Like normal. Not okay. like Mean Girls. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Um, Just checking. You know. We we also we got a little we we got a little fast. Real quick, Zach. What is your origin story with Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, I I feel like listeners of this show will be vaguely familiar with this origin story already because basically <laughs> just sees those, uh, which is that sure. Star yeah. Wars was a Proxy. sort of familial ba- bonding experience initially uh, introduced by our, our older siblings, but yep. it was it was one of those things that everybody in our family could watch together. Nice. Uh, that like our our parents and our siblings and us that we all were into it a similar amount, which is rare for a piece of media. So uh, when when we wanted to watch something that everybody would feel good about, Star Wars would get put on fairly regularly. So growing yep. up, initially it was a lot of uh, wearing out VHS tapes of the original trilogy. Like that's our Star nice. Wars, basically. It's true. It's the OT on VHS. Nice. Um, and we had a more I, a more contentious relationship with the prequels when those came out. Yep, um, that I seems think I healthy. Was about, like yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the first one was like ninety nine, maybe. So um, it's ninety eight, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. It, those were. Le- I mean, I was I was of the age that I was still very excited about lightsabers and stuff, but yeah. I was much less into those ones than the original trilogy. And, like, by the time the second and third ones came out, I'm like, oh, I'm old enough that I can, like, tell a movie's bad. So. <laughs> yes. This is frustrating. Um, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I had kind yeah. of soured on, on the franchise at that point, but um, we would occasionally go back and revisit the original trilogy, and um, I kind of had to make a break in my mind where, like, okay, real Star Wars to me is the original trilogy from the <laughs> 70s and 80s. And, um, and then I got really excited again. By the new films and the new era came out, I, I kind of it kind of like reinvigorated my interest in Star Wars generally, and so right. I kind of got really into going back and like learning a lot about the production of the original films from a uh, a, a storytelling, storytelling and filmmaking perspective. I'm still not very into like um, like I'm very nerdy about Star Wars, but not about the lore of Star Wars. Like there's I could never like name you all of the Jedi Knights. I didn't play all the video games or any of that. People but I do am that very shit? Oh yeah. Sarah deep does tissue. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm very right. deep tissue granular about the filmmaking involved. So yes. like I could tell you the names of the camera flash guns that were used oh. to make the lightsabers on the original films. Yes. You know, like I have dumb knowledge about the process of making the movie, not like about like the lore involved in the movie, if that makes sense. No, no extended universe for you. Yeah. Not really. There's only yeah. so you much don't... time in the day, only so much fandom you can That's consume. Fair. That's fair. There's a lot of Star Wars <laughs> so extended much. stuff that yeah. you don't really need to know to get the storyline. So, mm-hmm. and exactly. I think I think Brie is much more here for <laughs> the film stuff, you know, and the yeah, making I respect of things. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am like all boat, about the um, sets. And yeah, with this film at least, uh, I was very very pleased with this one. I think it's my favorite of the um, the modern. Yeah. Um, Star Wars films by a pretty wide margin. Um, Is that including Rogue One and Solo? Just yeah. All right, cool, cool. And The Mandalorian? Anything that's been made since Empire, I think this is my favorite of those. Okay, awesome. um, 
Yeah, I really love The Last Jedi. I feel like you're in the minority. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> people are just that. really loud on the internet. Uh, That's true. Like a, that got is an true. an A-plus cinema score and made a billion dollars. I think most people like the movie. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of angry people on the internet. That's true. A lot of angry white people. It's that are true. Yes. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but first, Brie, uh, how was your first viewing of this movie? Yeah. What'd you think? I... I'm lukewarm, but it has nothing to do with Luke Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, I made that pun before we started recording, and Zach loved it. (laughs) It It's been workshopped well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was worth bringing up again. Yes, absolutely. But also because I feel like there is no better way to describe how I feel about this. Yeah. You know, like tepid water. Yep. You know, there's definitely things I'm here for. the sets, mm-hmm. costumes, minus the capris. I <laughs> great job, everyone. Great she job. She was not here for Ray's capri like it really training me. outfit. Yeah, I mean the capris itself. Uh, yeah, Down everything for the top. else. Yeah, boots. Every literally yeah. everything else, but those fucking capris really irritated me. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I the Fabulous. length, you know, I. There's choices that were made that I I don't agree with. And you know what? But that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But (laughs) overall, the movie, though, like, compared to, like, because I feel like uh, we just watched The Force Awakens as well. Um, Comparatively, how did you like this one? Yeah. The new iteration of Star Wars. Um, Yeah, how do you compare it with J.J. Abrams' take on this and then Ryan Johnson? So Cece and I were talking about this a little bit before because, I mean, I take a lot of bong rips and... (laughs) (laughs) a lot and and also like you know my fandom starts and ends at Spaceballs so yeah. it's true. It's true. Uh, with all of that in mind that I may not be paying the most attention to everything sure. other than like the sets and the costumes <laughs> and the love stories yes. you know yes. that I'm making up as we go um, <laughs> I uh, I think I could reasonably say I was most piqued by this. I feel like I had okay. a little bit of character investment at this point, which okay. is important. Yeah. Dude, you were like actively engaging while we were watching. She was like, she yelled at the TV a couple of times. She did. So, yeah. yeah. Do I not usually do that? No. no. You know, normally you're just like, ah. yeah. And like, if it's getting intense, you're like, I'm going to take a bong rip. And then I have to be like, no, 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 no. You have to watch this part. You have to watch this part. Yeah. I did feel like you were more that this time. Oh, that really? you were like telling me to watch things. I'm like, oh, shit. Up. Well, yeah. no, it's just like you're gonna because I mean that is yeah. one thing. There's a I lot do of. I to be told. I miss a lot. Well, we do dialogue throughout it, which yeah. uh, is is hard because, you know, I've seen this movie. I mean, probably like eight times at this point. Yeah, me and too. So I'm like, yeah, I'm down to chat throughout. And Cease is very good to remind us, like, hey, Bree needs to actually pay attention. She's right. never this, seen this. This before. part of it's dialogue hard is to important. This bitch in, like, <laughs> any given day. <laughs> Man. So yes. Oh gracious. So we... when was your first viewing of it, Brie? Was that just recently, like uh, earlier this week, or like twenty minutes ago? Yeah. Oh twenty. Oh yeah. wow. We're just kicking my ass. I just saw it. Fabulous. Same day. Super fresh. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, because I mean, of said bong rips, we got to do it immediately. Like, we gotta like get. There's on no retaining it. Star Wars for me. Yeah, we gotta go just in hot. So anyway. That. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what do we want to dive in with first, y'all? Uh, let's talk about making of first. Can we making talk about of? direction yeah. and writer? And... Totally. Awesome. All right, so this movie came out in 2017. All right. Oh, that was recent. Trump has been our president. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. 
Can we bleep his name out of this podcast? Yeah, yeah right? that's the one thing we'll bleep. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was written and directed by Rian Johnson. Is that how you pronounce Ryan. it? Ryan. 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 Oh, it's Ryan. Ryan. It's oh, Ryan. It's with an I. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson. She a lesbian? No, he, he is oh. not a le- Well, I don't know how he identifies. Um, I think he identifies as a man. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's married, yeah. Um, Things change. I mean, possibly. But he, I did read a little, like, quip from him about how, like, like, an interviewer had asked him, you know, like, how was it, you know, taking on, like, such a big franchise and, you know, like, and he was like, this has been super fun. Like, writing is awesome. Like, because he was a fan first. Yeah. And so I feel like he loves the world. Exactly. And he got to play hard. Natural lube. Yeah. And um, we got, let's see, music, John Williams, thank you. It's what up, homeboy? Yeah. Wait, wait, what else had uh, Ryan Johnson done before this? Oh, yeah. Um, I think he did, did he do Brick? That- he did Brick, he did Brothers Bloom, and he did Looper. And and he also he also did some pretty uh, high-profile episodes of Breaking Bad. He did The Fly and Ozymandias. Oh, right. Yeah. In what? Yeah. Ozymandias and Breaking Bad. In Breaking Bad, it's an episode. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Brothers Bloom. Yeah, I knew he did Brick, and that's, I think, what I knew him from. What is, I knew him from Luther. We can ask about that another time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, his his style, he's very stylistic, I feel like, as a director, which definitely comes through in this movie as well. Totally. That, the salt on the red? Yeah. Jesus. That, yeah, I mean, that was right? That, like, rebel base planet? Yeah, mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Drag Queen Great. Samurais. Yeah. That's who runs the universe. There it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Darn to Darn to Uh This movie was produced by Kathleen Kennedy. She's the Lucasfilms president. Yes. And Ram Bergman? Ram? Ram Burgundy? Yes, Ron Burgundy. Played a wow, strong he really glowed film. up. <laughs> <laughs> he got his shit together. Oh, man. Um, edited by Bob uh, Duxey? Duxey? And the budget... I don't know. It was a range, two hundred to three hundred and seventeen million. Oh, How wow. do you have a range on? A I budget? don't know. I I'm, I was confused about that, but I was like, I mean, Wikipedia has never steered me wrong, so here we are. Um, <laughs> and uh, at the box office, it made one point three billion with a B. Yep. Worldwide. Sounds yeah. About right. Which was the mm-hmm. highest grossing film of twenty seventeen and the second highest grossing Star Wars film. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I never even heard of it. I mean, are we surprised? <laughs> <laughs> if you have listened to any of this podcast, that doesn't surprise you at all. Yeah. Spaceballs, uh, too? I would have been there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but you do know that there's, like, an Ewok Christmas special. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, the, or Ewok like, Adventures. Ewok yeah. Adventures, yeah. And a Christmas special. And a Christmas that special. That is probably yeah. my favorite. You just combined I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. did. That's no, right. You just had a pod canon baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you would make, actually, if you made a Star Wars film, is an Ewok Christmas story. If I had endless money after I made the R2-D2 slash BB-8 queer club, mm-hmm. um, That's the big then dream. I would go on to make the Christmas special of the Ewok adventure. Perfect. Yes. There it is. <laughs> Lindsay, you remember Ewok adventure? Oh, <laughs> also, yeah, Bree sisters cameoing in the background. It's just yeah. like a family affair here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Lindsay, down. Yeah. Lindsay's chilling on the couch right now while we record. With the doges. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cuddling those baby puppies. Yeah. Cuddling those pups. Yeah. Um, y'all, should we get into our 
our characters. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. House yes. them. I what? We houses. housed them already. Oh yeah. yeah Do we, we need any? Well, Rose Huffle, right? Yeah. Rose Huffle. is a buff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rose She's is, one of mine. This mm -hmm. is a strong Huffle. It's interesting too because I feel like a lot of the dynamics in this. Sorry, I'm jumping right in. Do it, Megan. Do it. Do it. Um, I feel like all of our main characters have, like, another counterpart with them. Yes. That is, like, I think of the same house, potentially. And so bringing up the same characteristics, um, it's also a male-female counterpart situation yeah. as well. It's also a yin-yang counterpart situation. I feel like it's a lot of different things. So, and I Vag and yang. Yes. And there's, oh, we were talking, yeah. So much <laughs> vaginal imagery. We're yeah. talking about all the vagina imagery in this. We can talk about that later, but because yeah, right yeah. now we're on characters. But yeah, um, I feel like it was it was really interesting because like you've got three main story arcs in this, right? You've got Rose and Finn, you've got yeah. Poe and Holdo, and you've got Ray and Luke, and then you've got Ray slash Ray and Kylo. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like I mean, in the initial in our previous film, right? We were introduced to like our new cast and they kind of have a Scooby Gang vibe. Yes. This is the part of the story where the Scooby Gang splits up. This is season four of Buffy. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. like we haven't gotten there yet. Yes, you have. We're have in it? season oh, five. <laughs> yeah, it was like are we in, are we in season six? I don't even no, know we're not where there yet. Um, we just watched the body. That's okay. where we are in season oh, five yeah, with that's Buffy. Right. Oh, yes. I don't even yeah. remember. I know because it's been so. It's long. been a long time. Oh, sorry, sorry guys. Okay, back on you're, track. Just apologize to me for that one. No, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Bree. Okay, but our our like our characters are splitting up to like ride their own little like character arcs. Yes. And then they come back together at the end, right, with yes. what they've learned. Yeah. After they've grown. It. Yes. Right. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love how much each of these characters have grown, and it's so apparent in the dudes, especially. I mm. think. I mean, that's kind of the cornerstone of this I'm film, into right? That. I'm it's into kind that. of like, yeah. So I'll be honest, guys. Okay, so I I did some research outside of Wikipedia for this one. Will. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Welcome to my world. Um, and I read a few articles. One that Zach so graciously sent me, and um, about the criticisms, because I guess we're gonna get there. So like, we can get there a little bit right now. But of also, this film, I've. I like felt the criticisms before I even like knew. Ooh, because it's knew that about was a thing. That she's a woman. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. literally yeah. all it is, and always adjacent me even picked that up. Mm -hmm. So like yep. Jesus, people. Because yeah. Holdo was a polarizing figure in 2017. And Rose oh. and yeah. get like, out of here, people. Internet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they it's, are. Laura, it's Laura Dern in space. Like, she fucking rules. I don't yeah. know. Citizen Ruth, yes, please. With fucking Good. purple hair and just like. Yeah. 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 So. Um, but also, I think she boned Chrome Helmet in oh. a past life or yeah. at the R2D2. I think actually, you, you want Holdo to actually get with Brienne of Tarth. Oh. Yes. Like, maybe that's I want that. actually what you want. Yeah. 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 Which With a little crime dildo. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Dildo. Space collection. They just use the space collection. Of course. Star Wars collection. Yeah. Always. Um, but I did, I ended up watching this thick um, written. video essay, uh, How the Last Jedi Defies Expectations by Pop Culture Detective, which I believe is Jonathan uh, McIntosh, but I'm not totally sure because the mm -hmm. channel name is Pop Culture Detective. But essentially, like, in this video essay, he kind of like broke down how, um, you know, our in our three like parallel character, you know, stories. Mm -hmm. In each one, it's set up for 
to kind of like subvert the expectations of some traditional male um, yeah. action hero tropes and archetypes. Yeah. I feel mm. like I watched the same thing. I sent day. it to you. Yeah. So, okay. This was yeah. a while ago, but oh, yeah. yeah. We watched, okay, we watched it the same me. one. Because no, it's a I'm spoiler. Just, I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'll send it to you now. For you. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> It's a good one. This is it's fun. so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. But right, essentially we get Poe who's like the he's kind of the Han, right? Mm -hmm. Like yes. yeah. super like brash and like, you know, shoot first, ask questions later, you know, Bone like it or hot blow shot. it up. Yep. Bone it or blow it up. Exactly. Stronger exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Finn is supposed to be the like noble defector who's mm. like here to take down the like super unjust system. And Luke is supposed to be the like wise, you know, like warrior who, mm -hmm. um, you know, is going to wield his like ever amassed power because he's older now in order to defeat the, you know, big evil. Yeah. We get not those things <laughs> <laughs> in this movie um, yes. whatsoever. Yes. Who do we want to tackle first? Let's go. Let's go. Poe Holdo first. Poe Holdo yeah. slash Poe Le uh, Leia. Oh, Leia. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's it like. Well, I kind of. <clears throat> sorry, I kind of feel like each of them is a a triad, not just a like one person and a counterpart yin yang. It's like we have Poe, Leia, and Holdo because it's Poe and Leia at first, and then Leia goes in a coma, and Holdo steps in, and that's sort of that's that whole story there, with uh with Finn's storyline, he has Rose, and then they meet up with DJ, who is mostly challenging him philosophically. Benicio. With Ray, it's her and Luke for a while, and then the, the bridge, force bridge connection with Kylo Ren, it's really her, Luke, and Kylo Ren as their own unit there. Yeah. So for, for Holdo, and, and, and for, uh, for Poe, really, it all starts and ends with Leia. With, he's, he's the young, brash pilot guy who is more excited about like doing the heroic thing than protecting people. And, and Leia is more aware of like the human cost. And she's like, no, I've been there. I've been with people like you and I need you to make, to, to learn how to be better at leading by, uh, by learning to, to follow first. Totally. Yes. I don't, f I mean, I see it, but I don't feel like the timeline was enough to, for him to like really, but he did make, exponential growth but he it did. still he... felt like too short of a time for him to suddenly be in charge again <laughs> at the end that's yeah. fair i get that but yeah well and also i mean because we're we're also in this period of time still of like transferring the old guard onto mm -hmm. the new right yeah right mm -hmm. so like han is gone at this yeah. point mm -hmm. leia also is gonna have to like mm -hmm. shift over and at the end of this film luke is gone yeah right i know we lose a big main key yeah, I'm not mad that. about that. I know. Every time. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Luke a little bit, Ray? I mean, Luke and Ray and how that was all going to go, Ray? Like, curmudgeon Luke. I mean, eh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. I Ray mean, was pulling all the weight, had the cute hairdo, the unfortunate caprice, you know, was doing her due diligence, <laughs> following him, realizing he ain't got shit going on. Mm -hmm. And he's just like this fucking guy who's still whining after all these goddamn galaxy years. Mm -hmm. He is a whiner. Ugh. Yeah. Sure and then that's it. And then you're like, oh, you're a hologram at the end. That's cool. It's like true Way to like true. finally pull your weight. God. <laughs> I'm just saying that is... Canonical it's, in oh, every very. sense of the word, though. Like Luke was a whiny bitch in the in the beginning trilogy. He's a whiny bitch now. 
and and we love him. You know what I mean? I, well, I love him, but I love him. I I honestly think Luke's arc in this film makes him maybe my favorite character in Star Wars. Redemption, really? Yeah. Zach. Yeah, because I mean, this is about like, and and again. I know a lot of people got mad about this movie and a lot of that we can get to backlash talk later, but I think a lot of it centers around the treatment of Luke, which is that Luke That's Skywalker. what people are mad about? Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. my god, oh, yes. Oh guys, come on. They they want him to be the like hero archetype and he's not. Exactly. Right? And yeah. he was There's... never set up to be. He never had the backbone to be. Yeah. Wow. Plus, like not not for nothing, but the only Jedi Luke ever met in his life were weird old hermits in caves and swamps. So, like, I don't know why anybody thought he wouldn't also become a weird old hermit in a cave or a swamp. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and not giving enough information yeah, ever about anything. being a withholding mentor. Yeah. Like, that trope yeah. is not tired. No. That's the legacy of the Jedi. And, and we have to go beyond that. That can't just be... And that's why, I like, the stuff with him and Yoda in this film is probably my favorite part of it all. That, like the greatest teacher is failure and like when you're a mentor like we are what they grow beyond like the 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 goal isn't that we figured it all out it's that the next generation takes it further right right it's that we pass it on and further the cause yeah that's about the only sentiment i cared about from luke yeah well it was for yoda (laughs) oh (laughs) in connection to luke yeah yeah. yeah, that was like yeah. my favorite quote too after the movie ended. Um, that's yeah, that's always my favorite quote that comes up is like, uh, yeah, life is or failure is life's greatest teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love it, love. And that that echoes across every storyline here, and uh, that like pretty much in each of the scenarios we're following, we have our heroes who have a grand idea or an assumption about how things are going to go, and they go towards that and they fail, pretty spectacularly. But then they learn from that, and then we're in a you know a tricky place at the end, but a better one ultimately. Uh, the failure that you know, the whole plan that Finn and Rose have fails spectacularly, but Finn learns to care about people that aren't just himself and his immediate friends, like all all the things that um, that Poe tries in this fail pretty spectacularly, but he learns to be a better person by the end. <laughs> And and Ray's assumptions fail, but by the end of it, she's the next generation of Jedi. I don't know. I I, th- I think the engine of failure is an interesting place to take a blockbuster, if, if nothing else. And it's really? pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we don't talk about failure enough as a society, and yeah. I think it's huge. That I love that Ryan Johnson tried to tackle it in this way, and I think it's really interesting. Well, we're like, culturally, we're like very failure adverse. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, we look want, at like, our president. Well, right. And we want like, Truth. we want perfection by like standards of like, who even created the standards in the right. first place? Guys, yeah. white men. Fallible. Old like, white men. Humans, <laughs> totally humans are so fallible. And again, with like a denying and absolute truth of the world, it's like, yeah, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's okay. how you handle that yeah. is actually like, who you are as a person. Oh, it builds yeah. your character? What yeah. a novelty. Couple oh, no. things. Don't deny death. Don't deny failure. Yeah. Guys, real life lessons from Star Wars. Also. Um, from Professor Sista. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckboys 101, life and death, and Star Wars. And, no, and failure is a real thing. Like, it's all right. It's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, you know, and actually, sorry, just to tangent a little bit here. But Always. I, <laughs> You know, I always talk about the babies and my teachings of them. Mm-hmm. And we, I last year I did a curriculum with my freshman kiddos, and we were doing um, some social emotional learning in the classroom. 
which is always a great time. Um, I love that <laughs> shit. So we were we were talking about failure, and um, and it was I think one of the harder lessons we covered in the class. But it's something that God, they're just not prepared for at all. No right. one is. Who is right? And they, yeah, but it yeah, it's interesting though. I I just remember talking to some of my kids about it. After you know we had t- after we'd done the lesson itself, and I was asking them to like mm-hmm. reflect on it and everything, and yeah, they're just uh, they're sweet baby angels, and they're just like, but I don't I don't want to fail. fail. You know, no, no one wants that. I mean, well, it's inevitable for, for a lot of people. Fa- failure is like their biggest fear. Yes, because like yeah. it can be connected to like worth and like worthy of mm. being in the world yeah, and like yeah. if you fail then you are not allowed to be here essentially and, and it is which and is that's like what it is. Yeah. that's some brutal that's some brutal like childhood shit you know yeah. and but also like societal yeah oh, absolutely. I mean, this yeah. is just drilled into us no matter where you come from or who your parents are totally that's accurate but if you're gonna do big things in the world like you gotta you gotta get right tap with... into that force yeah the know force that that's of failure. not the truth the force of failure <laughs> That's what it's been the whole time. Yeah. Well, and Luke does talk about, um, you know, he and Ray uh, have that scene where he's talking about the failures of the Jedi Order, essentially. Right, right. You know, he's, which I, I'm sure also, like, fueled some of the, like, some of the parts of the fandom that, like, revere the Jedi yeah. and, like, still see it as very much this, like, like idealized, well, like, idealized Boy Scouts, kind of, yeah. or something, you know? Like, this is how you're supposed to be, this is what you're supposed to live up to, and for, like, them, the, like, the poster child, like, turning to the camera and saying, like, the Jedis are failures and yeah. it should all end and die. Yeah. I get it. That's Also, I did appreciate, that's, like, the <laughs> bit of Luke I appreciated. Yeah, this, right. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, I mean, just through the pot, I've seen the shortcomings of the fucking light side. Yeah. It's not all it is. And it the, can't be. The whole Jedi Order, we've made this comparison. It's not sustainable. Yeah, we made the comparison in the past with the Jedi Order and then the uh, Watcher's, Watcher's Council. Council on Buffy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. You <laughs> can't deal in absolutes. Everything changes and you're the old guard and like yeah. it's a very real also threshold. could closely be mimicked by like the patriarchy. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. Just, that was just he, my always like, oh, yeah. Watcher's Council, this bullshit Star Wars, like Jedi yeah. light dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dumbledore, whatever. It's all the (laughs) patriarchy. It's true. It's true. The withholding patriarchy. I know. And it's always white and it's always male. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we talked about the, sorry, we were talking about Poe. Yes. Sorry. Leia and Holdo. Mm -hmm. That was our first little triad, right? Um, So do we want to get into... Holdo and that whole yeah. Laura Dern, yeah, Laura Dern yeah. and the backlash. Do we want to tackle that or do we want to? We got to. Uh, it, it feels like the backlash keeps coming up in each part of the discussion. I wonder if there's a way to like talk about just the story aspect first and come back to the backlash because I don't want it to feel like every aspect of the conversation has to be like defending against angry people on the internet. But maybe that's just how it rolls anyway. Like. The, I think the film stands on its own as a, as a good piece of art, regardless of uh, making sure the people that hate it know that they have dumb reasons to hate it. Like, there could be some people that just don't vibe with this movie, and that's fine. You don't have to like the movie. It's just that the loudest ones are so shitty that it kind of, like, makes a lot of productive conversation about this film really um, toxic and crunchy and gross. Totally. I mean, we can just ignore the internet then. 
Well, and I, I this is I've, our podcast. I've got some criticism that I would like to bring up that I, I mean, that it has absolutely nothing to do with any of the like backlash pieces, but I yeah. feel like is like legitimate criticism of like some plot points and stuff. But anything sure, is sure. better than George Lucas, right? <laughs> That's accurate. That's accurate. That's but yeah, we can we can wait until later though to talk about that. Should we talk about no, our talk next? about it now? What? what? No. Okay. I'm not the I'm not the keeper. You're not the keeper right. of the keys. I mean, so to go back to Poe, I mean, because that's where we start. Where that right? That's yeah. where the movie opens, mm-hmm. which is a very familiar scene for us, right? We're in a cockpit yep. with our hero yep. and and a droid that we love. Yes, and arguably one of my top three. Yeah, absolutely. We love him. And, like, we're, you know, we're in the resistance. We know who the bad guys are. We know who the good guys are. And we're blasting, and it's beautiful, and it's fun. And then we get to see kind of, like, Poe deny, like, Leia's, like, we got to pull back so we get everyone out here safely. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm going to take down this dreadnought, and, you know... I'm going, going for I'm going for the glory. glory. Yeah, I'm going for the glory. Griff and out. Griffin hard. Yeah, so hard. And then we see, you know, um, the woman that we come to know as Rose's sister. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Do I really wanted her as a character? I know. I was no. very excited by her. I know. Mm-hmm. And we lost her because that's what happens in war. People die. because like, white men make choices and they're not informed and they just yeah. go yeah. in balls blazing. Yeah, that's what fanfic is for, though. Rose, or sorry, Paige is a great <laughs> character in fanfic. Just saying. Yeah. Hey. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> right. And for one, like we. You know, like as an audience member, like the first time I saw this, you know, it's like, yep, this is familiar. I'm here. I'm with it. I'm with it. And then you see, right, some of the consequences of these actions. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, bummer. And then you see Leia's reaction to the consequences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it goes to the screen that shows, like, the fighter pilots that are out there. And, yeah. you know, there are so many red X's. And it's like, oh. And so, like, the movie is, like, bringing up, like, that feeling, even when the good guys win, mm-hmm. they're still lost. And, yeah. like, is that necessary all the time? And, like, yeah, guys, we should feel bad about this sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you should yeah. also listen to women. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. Please listen to Leia. She has the fucking It's like a, a literalization of uh, pick your battles type yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Like, you know, the, the reason Poe was supposed to be doing that maneuver, like skating by, shooting at the Dreadnought and everything, was just to distract the First Order long enough that they could get all the transports on the ship and escape. And once he completed that function of it, it was like, all right, let's go. But he wanted to keep going for the sake of, well, we could take out this big scary ship they have. Like, that would be cool. But they'd already completed the main mission and he wanted to go further with it. And and that wasn't, that was a battle he picked. He, you know, they'd they, the battle that Leia had picked was a smaller one and he wanted to pick a bigger fight and it had bigger consequences. And that's not, I mean, that wasn't worth it for her. And it shouldn't have been worth it for the Resistance. No. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I also, like, point. that loss was too big for him to, like, recover so quickly. Yeah. But and, I like, think become that's... in charge. I, did. Oh. I just, it, like, bugged me that it was so, like, oh, he, like, did the right thing maybe twice. 
while I've been watching. That's the issue with narrative storytelling in movies. I think, yeah. In the timeline is just yeah, kind of lost. You just, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you gotta like you gotta get the characters fall in love. You gotta have the hero like redeem Don't make themselves. them fall in love. You gotta the kiss with Rose and Finn. Finn yeah. I did not appreciate We're not that. there yet, Brie. We're, We're not there yet. We'll get there. Well, and there's but, a component here yeah. too of like, um, we already know Poe. Like, we already like him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's already made good choices that we've seen in the past. But now he's making sure. shitty choices. My allegiance can flip at any time. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's a valid critique to to just lay at the, the foot of this film that a, a whole lot happens in it. Just, like, a lot, a lot. And it's almost enough plot to cover two separate movies. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. And I, I do think that the emotional journeys might... Um, might be easier to swallow if they didn't feel as abrupt. Um, but where, I, where I'm sitting, I'm just, I just like that it's, there's so much Star Wars in here, so I just have fun. Totally. Well, and I will say that, too. Like, upon my second and third viewing of this film, I, like, connected more with the Finn and Rose story. That was the story that, like, yeah. didn't. They're because, friends. again, there's, like, so much stuff happening. Yeah. And, like, because I'm so connected to the old guard from childhood, mm. I'm like, I want to see, like, how is Luke going to, like, you know, is he going to actually, like, get reinvested? You know, like, is Leia going to get out of the coma? Like, is, you know, like, what's happening there? That the, initially for me, like, the, um, the, The yeah, the Cantabite stuff, I was Mm -hmm. like, this is cool, but, like, I, you know, I'm trying to get back to, like, you know, the emotional beats that I was having, you know, in the other scenes. development. Yeah. Yeah, the first, the first go-around when when we saw this, and I was with Cece, we saw it together. That's true! We did. Oh, yeah! At the Wild (laughs) War 6. Yes! Pending opening with the high schoolers. Yeah, so we, we went to go see this together, and uh, I think when both of us walked out of this, yeah, I, um, my initial reaction was definitely to kind of gloss over the whole Thin and Rose thing, and I was like, let's talk about Ray. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was God. it was so unexpected for me. I had no idea what I was. That really for. triggered it for you, huh? It really did. Well, like, really, so this movie even before last movie. So yeah, I didn't have any inklings about that last movie. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm getting you on the oh eight yeah, watches the tail end. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, they did turn up the horny knob a lot higher on this yeah. one. They sure did. <laughs> Not what? for me. Tension. Once Adam yes. Driver was shirtless, I was like, all right. <laughs> Here we go. Wow, Megas. Well, like, clearly. Two colors. Oh, yeah, coming through, coming through. Yeah, well, and I think that's the other piece, too. Like, their chemistry, like, as act, like, the, that performance. Yeah, yeah they're very Every good. time they were on screen together, you're like, Whoa! They're, this is like next level. Like, what is happening? Yeah, kind they're of both so strong. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like both Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley have amazing performances in this film. The duration of the film, you know, yeah. Yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, and actually, too, like, I feel like I know, I know, Brie, but Mark Hamill's performance in this is also so good. I think like, so too. the first that, time he ever tried that triangle is like very strong yeah. in this like I know I really liked Mark Hamill in this too right it's all like very like yeah. emotionally charged and you know yeah I don't know that whole story you know the like training of Ray quote unquote with her like also <laughs> like reaching out to I don't know like talking it out with Kylo I guess yeah like, yeah <laughs> it's like the funniest strangest pen pals of all time yeah and like they like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, all very, like, what kind of breaking down, okay, so, like, what does 
what is it what does the force mean what does the light and dark mean yeah what role should those play mm-hmm. like the existing what has existed clearly doesn't work anymore so like what do we do now right i don't know it was just very i did like that right? i mean that was like i think that's why i was like okay i could maybe be on board mm-hmm. right if they're like talking about there's another life after the old guard like the you know they don't know everything they're right. they're very limiting in their beliefs yeah right Right. And that, like, there's a gray. Yeah. That's all I kept saying through the whole movie. Yeah. That's true. I, yeah, well, you, I mean, you hit Dave's it spot on. Dave's literally wearing gray. Right. Yeah. Like, yes. So. The yeah. alpha is. Costume changes. And totally. he, like, ditches the helmet. Her. Like, I mean, that. Yeah. It's a big deal. He destroyed right. he, a piece of the costume. I know. He doesn't have that helmet. The He's whole leaving time. his house. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. That's like, a big deal. You get excommunicated. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're talking about drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> always, because Star Wars and drag queens are really synonymous. At they, least oh, the wait, samurai drag queen. Yeah. Scissor. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's essentially the Sith Order is samurai drag queens. We were discussing. Wow. Yeah. Upon upon this watch. Yeah. That upon makes sense. Sense. <laughs> Well, and. Um, Wait, while we're on this. Yes, Kylo. Drag queens and samurais. Yes. <laughs> yes, Brie. Yes. Um, uh, the face, the S face, what's his name? Snoke? Snoke. No. Snooky. <laughs> Snooky. Yeah. Got my Jersey Shore nickname for him. <laughs> um, so, like, you see the side of him mm-hmm. and, like, the shoulder with, like, the black seams and the gold, like, mm-hmm. variegated. Delightful. Yeah, yeah that, that was you a very enjoyed intense, your, like, yeah, the Snoke. Look. Mm-hmm. But, like, that very black regal. seam, like, who fucking thought of that and who knew it would be so beautiful? Yeah. I don't know, but it's I like all his red guards, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, guards, like, the entrance cool. for no, the, the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally what your sister said the whole Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, just, uh, also, well, at one point while we were watching it, uh, Brie mentioned that she really liked, you know, the rebel symbol and kind of, like, all the aesthetics. She's like, yeah, their branding is great. And then so out throughout the rest of it, it was, and, well, I don't know, kind of the branding of the rebels plays a role, right? Because, mm. like, the yes. little kids on mm. Cantabite, like... Mm-hmm. With decoder rings. With decoder, decoder ring. rebel exactly. rings. Exactly, like... Yeah. Also kind of reflecting, I don't know, I guess like a lot of this film, and I guess that is like the fandom response, is kind of like, the sto- I don't know, the story talking about how the interaction between like stories we tell and mm-hmm. like what that can be for a lot of people. Because yeah. I feel like the yeah. little kid at the end is kind of that reflection of like, well, anyone can like have that in them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that Ray at least as far as we know, at mm-hmm. least as far as Kylo told her, right, yeah, yeah. isn't from, like, some, you know, she's not a Skywalker, she's not a Kenobi. To, yeah. to be 100% clear, it's not that Kylo told her, it's he said, he said, say it, and she, she said, it. said it. That's true. Oh. That's very true, Zach. Good yeah. call. Good that, call. Because yeah. he says, you've or have you known the whole time? Say it, say it. And she says, they were nobody. But basically the idea that, like, it's not your lineage, your bloodline, that makes you special or gives you access to the force that anybody could be an artist basically it's a thinly veiled metaphor for being an artist i think uh the idea of being special and connected to the force 
Like that's yeah, you know absolutely. I mean, it makes me think of freaking Into the Spider Verse when they're like, anyone can wear the mask. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bring it back to Spider Man. <laughs> I did see that. Did, did you? you? And I watched that. I didn't tell you. You that. did. You told okay. me that. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Yeah. But just kind of like because anyone who like watched Star Wars, particularly as children, and it resonated with them, right? There's a part of you that like connects, and a part of you that like sees yourself yes. in. Like, you want to connect to the... Yeah. You want to be a Jedi. Mm. I guess yeah. some maybe want to be Darth Vader. But you want to, you know, like, you want to yeah. be in the universe. Mostly. You Mostly want to be, be it, right? Yeah. And I feel like, like it's kind of the thing where it's... And, of course, only old white men really say this anymore, but where they're like, <laughs> uh, when you're young, you're a liberal, and then, like, when you're old, you're a Republican. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So, like, right. if you don't see yourself as a Jedi when you're young, you have no soul. <laughs> I mean, yeah. or, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds yeah. about right. That yeah. sounds about right. But no, well, like yeah. just this idea that I don't know. This story is about like how do you how do you appreciate the old guard but let it go? Mm. How do you embrace the future? Yeah, which yeah. is that's decisive because right. some people want to stay with how it was oh, because we're let's like talk about our arts climate here right now no it's i mean like but that's just like human experience in yeah. general well, you know that was you, you're yeah you i mean you brought up your mom last time struggling yeah with, uh, zach yeah. i i, I told oh, that yeah. story about how mom and bruce oh and her bruce when they were like, <laughs> yeah. yes that yeah. they like yeah. didn't yeah. like yeah. they didn't like to see her how old bruce. han and leia and Luke had gotten, and that when we pressed them about it, because Zach and I were so psyched, yeah. that, that they were like, well, it just reminds us that world. And Ugh. like it turned into being yeah. about like their own per- like, reflecting their own personal mortality. And I was like, yeah. that's it. Like, a Star Wars is that, guys. Yeah. A Star Wars is making you consider your personal mortality. Yes. That's, yes. that's what thing. I'm talking Sign about. Sign up for my classes. CMC this fall. Star Wars yeah. and mortality. But for real, like... I Star don't know. Wars failure and mortality. Cecil <laughs> Luna. Well, and I do think that this is a thing this movie like really leans hard into that sort of metatextual uh, awareness of Star Wars as a story, what stories do for people, why we tell them, and how they affect people. And for me, that's one of the, the big strengths of the movie. But for somebody who doesn't have a personal association with Star Wars, that might be a scenario where you're kept kind of at arm's length because this is a movie that doesn't stand on its own the way like the first Star Wars might or Empire Strikes Back might. It's one that relies on them to give it some of its power. Um, so that can sort of bring that up. But but at the end of the day, for me, I think it is more than just talking about Star Wars. I think it's just talking about stories in general. And probably my favorite thing in the film are those two things where, well, my favorite scene in the film is Luke talking with Yoda, but my favorite things in the film are the idea of the the boy with the broom at the end you know he and his friends were telling stories of luke skywalker with little uh, action figures that they made themselves and being excited and and uh, that spark of the resistance was lighted in them because of a story they were telling and the other is that when luke does his final gambit on crate when he you know projects his essence across the the galaxy uh it's an image projected that is inspiring people. So he literally saves them with cinema. Yep. <laughs> it's super meta. It is super meta. I know. I love it I'm so down. much. Yeah. I'm here for it. And he also does exactly what he like 
like sarcastically says to Ray when she first shows up. He's like, what do you think I was going to happen? I was going to show up with the laser sword and fight down the whole yeah. like first yeah. order by myself? Yeah. Which is what he literally does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, Not it's, physically, it, but... There was a yeah. meme I saw that was um, with the Always Sunny in Philadelphia font, you know, when they have, like, the gang does blank. So they had... They had the screenshot of Luke being like, what do you think I was going to do? Walk out with a laser sword and face down the whole First Order? And then it said, Luke Skywalker faces down, you know, gets a laser sword. With that font from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. yeah. Killing it. Zach Luna on the font game. <laughs> yes. I know. I want to know. Right? Yeah. It's interesting, too, because I was, uh, again, sorry, bring on my babies, but um, bring I was... No babies, no! No babies, no. Um, but I was talking to one of them. And he's, you know, an older high school kid. And, uh, yeah, after watching The Last Jedi, we talked about it. And he had some issues with it. And his issue, he's, you know, I mean, you got to keep in mind, he's he's young and he's dumb. So no perspective, (laughs) full come. No perspective, exactly. So he was like, well, I really wanted, like, Luke to, essentially what Ray said, right? He was, like, wanting that to happen. Of course you did. And I was like. You know that, like, he still ends up saving the day, and he's still, like, this hero, but also, like, it's not in the way that you thought it was going to happen. Oh, disappointment is rough. I know, and I was also like, yeah. Welcome to the world. And, yeah, Luke is not the hero we wanted him to be, huh? Mm. And I... Is I anyone surprised? People, right. people are still surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised by people that. People are still surprised. No, like, yeah, very yeah. surprised, actually. Yes. That seems short-sighted. Yeah, and then I brought yeah. up, like, all of the, like, the women's storylines and, like, how, you know... Um, A woman didn't show up until, like, the yeah. very last moment and they said her name wrong um, in the original. In the originals, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. But this storyline was not made for women. Right, but I brought... Yeah, yeah and George I brought Lucas and, apologized. And fairly, like, he was like, ooh, good point, you know? He heard it? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's very he's very good at listening. He's... Yeah, I mean, I, I believe he is a Ravenclaw and he wants to look at the logistics and, like, actually <laughs> is, like, logical about it. And he's Give like, ah, oh, fuck, you're right. Because that's, and, like, more rewarding. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So... Yeah. I was just going to say on that point specifically, I thought it might be worth, um, I actually, I went to a, a talk back with Ryan Johnson in person uh, when the movie initially came out at the Writers Guild out here in Los Angeles. And he had a little bit that he, he said about this that I thought I might paraphrase because I think it was, a, it was a, a big point of contention, basically this idea of, well, you're, you're, when you come to a movie like this, you kind of want to see Luke be the ultimate badass, but would that actually work well for a story? And uh, and he was saying, when you're writing this sort of thing, you kind of have to separate your goals for the character from your childhood reverence for the character. Like your 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 childhood reverence for the character kind of wants like a pristine, unchanging action figure on your shelf in the original packaging. You know, and it, it's nerve wracking. But at the end of the day, this is his quote. He said, at the end of the day, you're making a movie, not putting on a Disneyland parade. <laughs> so oh, so yeah. you've, got it, to, you've got to use the characters. You have to use them, not just like put them on display. You have to put them through the ringer. You have to make life difficult for them, even if you love them. And I, I do believe that's the way to serve them, to treat them like people. And then he said, 
<laughs> he said, I believe if I had if I had just done Luke Skywalker Perfect Badass the movie, it might initially feel good in the moment, but it wouldn't actually be dramatically satisfying. Yeah. No. Yeah, it would look like no Starsky and Hutch done 20 years later. Yeah. 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 Right. right. I mean, actually, it would look like Dumb and Dumber 2 spelled wrong done 20 years too late. Yeah. <laughs> he old. He old. And yeah. like, you have to think You can't about recreate that magic. That like and, and there's also the fact that I think a lot of people get mad about Luke being a crotchety old man on this planet in this movie, but that's that's a thing JJ did in the last movie. That's not a thing Ryan did. Yeah, but you know, also it's, it's something true. that Mark Hamill did from the get go. <laughs> yeah. But I think that and I mean I I really do like that idea of not coveting the character or like your idea of the character, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like actually letting Luke be complex and, and be, like live a, I don't know, live a flawed life. Yeah. The idea that like your struggle with the dark side isn't something you like finished once and you're good that you have to, it's like you have to keep making the, the choice to be a good, like nobody ever gets anointed with a wand that says you're a good person now. And anything, anything you do from this point on is, is the right choice because you're a good person. You have to always continue to make the decision to make life better for other people. Definitely. And Put others like, before yourself. Like, and also you have Ray to actively like, make that choice. Ray as like a counter to him is Tegan. <laughs> Tegan would Ringing like that food. dinner bell yeah. when they had lunch like two hours oh, ago. Oh, Tegan. Well, like Ray is a counter to Luke, right? She is still, she still has fire and hope and like yep. is invigorated in her choices and why she's making them. But also still doesn't know what, like doesn't really know much. But she accepts that, and she's, yeah. like, trying to find, right? Yeah. That's part of the reason she's it's the there. woman in her. Right. Her it's whole, the Lizzo in her. Her whole thing is, like, <laughs> I want to learn my place. Yes. Like, help me learn yeah. my place. But no one is helping her because yeah. we've just got unreliable mentors everywhere. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you, Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true. the thing, too, right? So if you have a character whose their primary driving force is a search for identity... Like Ray, Ray wants to know who she is and and you know, grow into herself as a person with all of these new abilities and access to this great big power. If you just like hand her a perfect mentor or hand her a uh, secret backstory, where you're like, oh, this is who you are. Here you go. That you're a secret Kenobi or whatever. That's is that going to challenge her as a person? Is that going to help her become the actual like? actualized version of herself or is it her having to learn that she on her own two feet is enough and she has to become her own person is that what will make her an actualized person and so the thing you want is probably the thing that's not gonna help your character (laughs) they need to struggle they need to work for it they do they do and i i really love that Ryan Johnson did that, right? Me like, too. He was, it's like, so tired of people asking him about the parentage of Ray. He was like, <laughs> fuck these people. I'm going to put it in the goddamn movie. And they're going to be like, they're trash, they're nothing. And also, like, It doesn't whole, fucking matter. Right, exactly. And that whole mirror Forget scene. Forget about it. The mirror scene in the cave, you know, where... Oh, the mirror mirror said? Yes, exactly. She wants to yeah. see her parents, and she sees mm. herself. Because that's who she needs to see. That, yeah. Like, yeah. That's you only her. got you, yeah. girl. Yeah. You yeah, know exactly. that. You like, know, you've known that from day yes, one when we like, met let's you. Let's have like a Lizzo quote and lights. Mm. Yeah. Like that she is needs what that you Lizzo need, vinyl on her wall, yes. the bathroom yeah. wall. Like, she gets ready for work, girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she's 
and she has been enough for herself. Yeah, she, you know, oh, when, yeah. she's the only yeah, she's so her. capable mm. and still cares about other creatures, you she's know? Like she all right, all right. Yeah, Ray's pretty awesome. Ray's yes. I mean you phrased that as a joke, Megan, but I think there is a, an actual contingent in Star Wars fandom that feels like Ryan Johnson was personally like saying your theories don't matter, they're dumb, like I don't want to deal with them anymore. But the thing to remember is this movie was written during principal photography of Force Awakens. So the movie hadn't come out yet. He had no awareness of people's like deep tissue Snoke theories <laughs> or how much they cared about what? thinking about who his parents were. Like it was, he they hadn't even filmed the movie yet. He had the script JJ wrote and he saw the dailies as they were coming in. And that's what he was working with while he wrote the script. So it was only about these characters and how they related to each other. And at the end of the day, I mean, he said in the talk back, he was like, look, I mean, we tried. I had a whole document where we listed out possibilities of every character that might be Ray's parents. And we tested them out and it was who, who could it be and what would be the dramatic impact of that thing. And at the end of the day, all of them were kind of dramatically inert compared to her knowing that she's enough. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Not George Lucas. Yeah. Right? <laughs> George Lucas. Good, good, good job, Ryan. Wait, I'm curious. That, yeah. Wow, um, that's incredible. See, that, that's all I asked for. Right? That's it. At that screening. All right, we can go home then. team this is editing megan here we're gonna go ahead and stop there for the day um so join us back in two weeks time for the last jedi part two we will be joined by zach again for a continued conversation of ryan johnson's the last jedi so check back then and we'll have more for you i'm sorry we didn't post this past week with the holidays and everything so we're um we took a week off uh just because of the holiday season but don't you worry, we're coming back at you in full force, and we'll be every other week um, up until the end of the podcast, guys. So I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season, and may the force be with you. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can follow us on Instagram at wait, you haven't seen that, and also check out our website for some sweet, sweet merch. And if you want to see the circus in action, become a Patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra Princess Tegan content. If y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tegan Wu sure would appreciate it.